You're listening to Soul Radio. Welcome back to Homeroom, a podcast series presented by Soul. I'm your host, Benjamin Aydin. In this series, I'll be speaking with some of the people I've met on my journey as a founder and creative director of Le Benjamin. These people are friends, but also have served as mentors and guides, sharing advice and experience. In these conversations, I ask them questions on what drives them, what inspires them, but also advice on what it takes to make it in their respective industries. Today, my guest is Emeric Chachua. I'll be speaking with him about growing up in Paris, the early years of his brand, Three Paradis, and being nominated for the highly coveted LVMH Prize. Emeric Chachua, welcome to Homeroom. Thank you for having me. No, of course, you were one of the first people I thought of having. Thank you. Um, really, like we met in Paris Fashion Week and now we, Paris united us and Paris now is so far away for yeah, all of us. That's for sure. So far away. I was thinking about it like a few days ago, I was talking to my friend, right? I'm like, wow, it's, it's weird now. Like, you know, always, even when you finish your collection, you're always excited to show it, go into Paris and show it to the world. And, you know, it's an amazing platform, but now every feel, everything feels more distant, everything feels more, it, feel, it feels very far from situation right now. And I don't even know if it's going to go back to normal because I don't know if people, I mean, I'm, I'm getting used to what's happening right now, right? So even my business strategy changes, even my, the, like the way we operate change, the business model changes. So I don't know if like, It's going to be ever like, okay, we do a collection for Paris to show it in Paris to the world, right? I don't know if it's, I don't know. What do you think? To be honest, uh, I feel similarly to you, Emmerich. Like, um, I feel it's going to be hard to have those old days of Paris back again. It won't feel yeah. the same. It already feels very like, like sustainability is so important, more important than ever. Like yeah. people are kind of bored, like how Bottega Veneta like went out of Instagram. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, like who would ever think these kind of things would happen? It's all happening. Yeah, I feel like yeah, things are changing. People want more like a healthy relationship with like everything, with with their space, with the people around them, with the environment. And I feel like yeah, it was it was about to happen. And it's a very great thing that it's happening because. It was getting a bit messy, everything, you know? And I feel like, yeah, people are looking for something more more real, more tangible. And Instagram is far from that, you know? So, yes. <laughs> And I feel like uh, we met through Chris Kasuga, yeah. so yes, shout out sir. to him. Shout out He's to our love, our brother. Uh, yes, sir. Chris and, and Mia, um, Montreal, Toronto, yes. Montreal. Yes. Coming soon near you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And um, I have so many good memories about Paris and uh, I feel like there's a little place in all of us that want it back, but yeah. let's see how it will go. But to be honest, Emmerich, we also do to the fashion weeks and all of that. We never had time to really like sit down and like have deep conversations. I so came this is to, like... to Turkey, Istanbul. Yeah. It was even better time than Paris to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> 
Uh, you're a great host, the best host. Thank you. I try my best. <laughs> yeah, you're a great host. Like fun time, it was amazing. I discovered an amazing culture, an amazing country. The food is amazing. Everything there is so good. So far from what the the, the Western media, you know, mainstream, you know, the image they they give us about Turkey, right? Turkey, like Istanbul, is like one of the main, most amazing. I think Istanbul and Tokyo. And probably Lagos are like my part of my top five cities in the world. Like really, like I really loved it. And it's deep there. The culture is deep and it's like another world, you know, like for us coming from, from like Europe, Paris and stuff, it's completely different. I remember when it was like it's two continents and I think we went at the end where you can see like Asia from the other side. Yeah, yes. it was so cool. Like. Amazing experience there. What I would love to tap into um, is a bit about your past yeah. and things that we don't know from your interviews and yeah. from all this stuff. So how was it like growing up in Paris, being a teenager and like growing up there? How how was it growing up there? As far as it was fun, you know, Uh, it was fun. I liked it a lot, you know. But when you, when you, when you're a kid, like everything is fun most for most people. So it was fun. I loved it. Uh, and I grew up in like um in the south of Paris, uh, and uh, it was kind of you know like a working class neighborhood. Uh, we didn't have much. We had each other. You know, sounds cliche, but that's so true. And I realized it more by growing up, you know, because I'm still really, really close to all my friends from my childhood. Even if I moved out and you know, my life is completely different and changed and everything. But uh, it was fun, you know? It was just like, it brought me so much. I feel like this is the reason also why I'm doing what I do. It's also because of, of my, my childhood and my upbringing. And I you know it influenced my decision and influenced my, it, it created the, my brand also because it's like all the stuff that I want to change in this world or my social counter and my social um, observation comes from my, my childhood. Everything is so based on my childhood. It's just crazy. I was, it was a lot of sports. We were playing a lot of football, a lot of basketball, you know, a lot of like rap, hip hop, French rap, French hip hop music, you know, a lot of, uh, The style was cool, the people, the food, you know, like I have so many memories, smells. It's funny, I was walking in the street. I was in Paris two weeks ago and I was walking in the street and it just hit me with the memory. A smell hit me with the memory of when I used to go to class and I used to go to school. When it, yeah, it was good. It was amazing childhood, you know. I went to I, I went to school there until I was, I think, 2001. I moved back to, I moved to Canada. For the first time, uh, I stayed a couple of years there, and then I got back to Paris to finish my studies. I uh, went to fashion school one year in Paris, and then I went back to Canada for fashion school. But when I went to Canada, my life changed, right? Uh, when I went to Canada, the environment was completely different. My, my my family and my dad got there with a very great job, so we, we our social class changed. And everything changed, and, every, and it was weird for me to get used to this kind of new life. But it also brought me a lot of opportunities, and it, and it got me to get interested about a lot of stuff. And 
uh, at the opportunity to go to university and and everything and yeah so like it's a paradox right like because i'm sorry it's like i went from one extreme to the other like this you know and do you feel like the the paris neighborhood that you were born in uh taught you something that or gave oh, yeah. you an inspiration everything that everything you know like For example, you know, the reason why I do what I do through my brand is really like to inspire people, right? Like the same way I got inspired by other people in my in my childhood. And I feel like, you know, like the reason why I do that is because where I'm from, we we lack of inspiration and role models, right? And and all our role models are not really appropriate if you want to really go somewhere in life or have like a peaceful life. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah, it just taught me everything, you know, like all the values, it's like there is, the, the values are deep rooted there, you know, like the values of respect, the values of love, the values of, of, you know, um, of, of loyalty, the values, of, I mean, all the values that you have in any kind of, of uh, social economical places, but it's just that. It's just that it's really deep there because that's all you have, you know, like, so it, it taught me a lot. And it's also like, it made me, it made me who I am today, I think, you know, but I feel like it's like that for everyone, you know, and it's also give, you know, there is a lot of, like when I go back to my, to my old neighborhood and stuff, like I see the effect that what my work and what I'm doing with my life is changing people. Right. So I have people that now, opening their mind to stuff that I wouldn't do usually because they see me doing what I do. And I feel like this is really what I'm trying to do with my brand and with my life. So yeah, my neighborhood is and my upbringing is really like everything to me, you know, like what makes me happy, what makes me sad. Uh, and there is so many people there that I love. So it's just, Yeah, it's 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 really like it feels like home every time I go. It feels it feels like home. It feels and it really motivates me and it drives me and and then and I I really want to be able to change things there for the bad for the better. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's everything to me, you know. And I'm back in your childhood. Were there any moments where you were like, oh, um, I want to become. Uh, a painter or a musician was there any other creative outlet that you were discovering back then not apart really. from fashion no really even when i was back like depends because i really like i really wanted to become i think like a football player or basketball player you know like the cliche uh -huh. things you know <laughs> that everybody wants to do or then i wanted to become an engineer after that when i start going to school Also, I think because of my parents, then I wanted to become a lawyer. It wasn't clear. Uh, then I feel like it's only like, I think 2004, I, I just, internet came out, right? I started discovering like uh, Japanese uh, fashion, you know, through like Comme des Garçons, Undercover, uh, Baby Nave, of course. Uh, and I think that would change, might change everything to me. And from there, I was obsessed by it, you know? I was obsessed by it. It's like, I was like a kid in Disneyland, you know? I was obsessed. Like, I went, that changed my whole life. So Japan now. changed your total view 
total everything. Japan is what changed, triggered everything to me. You know, I started collecting sneakers in 04. Uh, I start. Uh, I was. I opened my 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 art and my eyes to art, the art world. I wasn't like started with street art, like with Stash, Futura, Cause, and it was like really like yeah, 2004. I was I was really young, but this is just what I love, you know. Like the Japanese street culture, it was it was the first time I felt like I they were speaking a language that I could clearly understand, just vibrating with me so much. And yeah, I think that would change everything. It changed my whole, my whole life, my whole lifestyle change. My interests change. Uh, I met people through that, so many interesting people that I still have a relationship with. Yeah, and it made me become who I am today. It made, it made, it started everything. I think that was the first, first time I really, really decided, oh, maybe uh, that's what I want to do in my life. I want to be part of this. I want to, I want to do. I want. I want. I want to do fashion. I want to be into art. When I first got got in touch with with this Japanese culture, how was the process of going into fashion school and all that? Was it after the discovery of Japan no, that or was during? Way after because Japanese discovery. I was. I was still in high school. Now I was young. Or four. I was super young. Um, it's just after the discovery. I just. No, my parents, they're really like strict African by the book. And uh, so they want, <laughs> like they want me to Turkish go... Turkish parents. Exactly. Strict. So they want me to be a lawyer or doctor. Uh, and maybe that's <laughs> pretty much it. So when I went to school, I went to, I studied, um, I studied finance first. Uh, so I went to like a business school. And uh, I hated it. Know that? Yeah, I went to business school. Uh, I, I did that same mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. It's like you turn. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. And I didn't want to do that, but my parents wanted me to do it. So, I dude, did, I yeah. had the exact same thing. It's like this pressure that you get from your parents. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I mean, because they think it's a safe way, right? To them, and if they that they. They, they don't know too much. My parents didn't know too much about fashion. I mean, they're very fashionable, but about the fashion industry and business, they're not so knowledgeable about it. Um, so they told me, okay, you know, go to fashion school, uh, go to, not fashion school, go to, go to a law school or go to a engineer school or go to business school. So I chose business school. I hated it. So I wasn't studying much because I wasn't interested. I was spending my days just looking for stuff on in Japanese blogs and Japanese uh, e-commerce shop. You know, trans at the time you had to translate Yahoo auction. Uh, yeah, these blogs like Oniyi or a lot of other spots that was just selling Japanese uh, fashion, and I was just that was spending my days doing that. So I spent instead of going to school and studying, I was I, I was in the internet looking for. The newest, rarest Japanese fashion thing, and then, and then I, I just uh, took a year off because of school. I didn't like it. I wasn't happy, so I went back to Paris for a year. I was kind of bored, you know, and so I went to. Uh, I'm like, you know, why, you know, why don't I try fashion school there, you know? So I registered for school, and I knew so much stuff about fashion that when I did it, I did a test and. When I did the test, I, my result was so good to get in the school. So they're like, okay, you're really good at it. It's, you know, you, 
you have potential, you know, a lot of things already for your age. So you should really take this seriously. So I just started in Paris, but I didn't stay long because I was in a, I was supposed to, it was always, the, the plan was always for me to go back to Canada. And then I went to Canada and I registered in another fashion school there and everything started, you know. But right right when I started school, I started the brand like a year after. So oh, wow. I, was, I was still at school going to Fashion Week and nobody knew. So yet. how many years it's been now? It's been six years. Wow. Right. So and was, what and how, was the fashion environment what you hoped it would be or? No, not like at school? all. Not at all. I didn't like it either, <laughs> but, you know. I, 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 I think you don't that, like the systems when no, something is too. There's something about it that is not really. It's far from reality. I feel you know, like I learned everything by, 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 by doing it more than what they tell me in more in Canada, right? I know the fashion school in different countries are different, so I'm sure if you, I'm sure if you go to Parson, you're gonna have a different experience than going to a fashion school in Canada. But in Canada, I feel like it was too focused on the Canadian market, right? And I've always been about, like, I, my vision was more of a global vision. More so, avant-garde. Yeah, more, more. Like, you know, more like open to the world, basically, right? Mm -hmm. So it was really complicated for me to really feel excited about talking about, you know, like, like a, a small market that is Canada, right? I was, yeah, not like small, but like it's not, like fashion is not as important as it is in Europe or it is in, in, in Japan or in New York or stuff like that. So, so but I, I learned a lot, you know, from there. I learned the techniques, I learned the, the more technical stuff, but when it comes to ideas and inspiration and everything, you know, it didn't taught me a lot. It's more like, you know, life, I'm a student of life, so life and experiences tell me more, everything. Did it teach you how to run your own business as your own fashion designer and brand? It didn't teach you that, that I had to learn from my mistakes. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Do you feel like something was missing in the circulum that they could uh, have or they yeah, should of have? Of course, of course, like one day I would like to, if I, if I find sometimes one day, I would like to be able to like change the program in school and really do like it's not really appropriate for for what we for what the, the world it doesn't prepare you to really go out and just conquer the the world with your brain. It doesn't, you know. It's like it doesn't there's so many things lacking. It doesn't teach you about much about marketing, especially with this. Doesn't teach you a lot about digital marketing at all. It doesn't teach you a lot about, you know, marketing is the same thing as going to, in my school, at least, it was the same thing I, w I was going to, like, um, uh, like a business school. So we didn't learn fashion marketing really based on how the fashion industry works, right? They didn't teach you how the fashion industry works, about editors, about magazines, about fashion week, about showing a collection, about... They didn't teach you about that. But again, because the program is really more... Is, is made specifically for a Canadian market. That's what they're focusing on, you know. So, as you and me, we we are, we're doing stuff that are worldwide, and that wasn't the focus in my school. So that's why it wasn't good for me. But I'm sure it's good for others. I guess, especially now with COVID and all of that, we're more connected than ever. 
there's so many kids launching all their own brands and yeah. they know they're born with social media. So they look at it as like a natural talent mm -hmm. to use it. So I feel like a lot needs to change the school systems, the way we teach. It's crazy because the world changed, right? The world changed so much, you know, like from when we were born to now, yet the school system and not only fashion, like school in general, nothing changed, you know, it's the same program. There is not much program from different from my program than what my parents like learned at school, you know, there is not much difference, right? But the world is a complete different place. You know, every, the way they teach is the same. Um, so it's like, it's, 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 it's doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know, it doesn't make sense. In my opinion, the, the, the old school system should change because it doesn't work. And also, uh, like back in the days when my parents did, uh, a, a diploma, a degree was guaranteed you something. And nowadays, it, everybody gets degrees, so it doesn't mean anything. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not like it used to be. So I mean, it means something, but it doesn't guarantee you to, to go somewhere and, and do something with it because there is like so many people that has the same degree as yours, they need to change the school system, they change the system in order for people to be able to. So I feel like a lot of people are lost and people they need to find themselves and they don't recognize themselves in the, in the school system. You know, like if it wasn't for my parents, I know I wouldn't have gone as far as I went for my studies because I didn't, didn't really feel interesting to me because it felt, it felt so disconnected from reality. Let's speak a bit about how you would describe your own clothing line. What's the philosophy behind the brand? What made you choose the name? I like to say like it's more of like a creative platform than a clothing line that pushes people to reach their full potential. Like I say, in my upbringing, where I'm from, people have so much potential, but they don't realize it because they're lacking of self-confidence in the society. There's also a lot of pressure from family and friends, right? Of course, of course. A lot of pressure from the society, from the whole world, I feel like. We always feel pressure. We always feel like, well, we grew up with so many insecurity, so much insecurity. It's like, yeah, what, I do, I, what I'm doing is really like talking to people and letting them know, hey, don't be scared. Just discover, go out there, open your mind and do what you want to do. And if you don't like it, do something else. The purpose of what I do is really to change and save young people's life from themselves the same way fashion changed mine, you know? But that's really like what, I, what I'm doing. So it's not really like, oh, it's a clothing line. It's more like, oh, it's, 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 a, it's a creative platform that allow me to reach my full potential. And we have a lot of other things in the work more than clothing that, that's coming in, in this 2021. This is really what it's about, right? So then, of course, um, we, 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 we make clothes, we design clothes, and we, we, but more than designing clothes, we tell stories. So I, I use fashion as a, as, a, as a communication vehicle to tell stories. My stories, stories of my friend, or just social studies, observations. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I, I study life. The paradoxes of life is uh, what really draw inspiration or I draw in my inspiration from. I just express those thoughts through clothing, but it could have been another medium, but I just chose to 
And this is this is what spirituality is about. So everything is based on like real life stories uh, that everybody can relate. So it's really like inclusive. We it's like I'm, I make sure I'm, I make clothes that everybody could wear that are wearable. I like to call it not ready to wear but easy to wear. You know, like I really that that that's what we do basically. You know, and then uh, my inspirational. My inspirations from an aesthetic perspective are more like the Japanese streetwear golden era, 90s French, going in the French during the, 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 the 90s and the early 2000s. And, you know, like I, I studied different concepts, you know, I, 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 and I tapped, into, I, I tapped into different, how can I say, it, emotions. And I translated into garments, into shapes, into forms, into clothes, into fabrics, into artworks so it's more of a communication tool than anything for me like when i look at uh, the parody i always or correct me if i'm wrong i feel the sense of freedom mm -hmm. uh, it gives you like the feeling of being free to do whatever you want to do yeah yeah it gives me and like also you like to play with form a lot which i love what you do with yeah. the form form freedom and shape oh um Paradox. I speak a lot about paradoxes of life. So I like to juxtapose um, two paradoxical entities, paradoxical entities. Or I like to, I like to play with like opposites. So it's really like, um, it's really like. But this translates because of my life. My life has been a paradox, and I feel like every human life is a paradox. You know, and this is pretty much. What I study, you know, so I I, I, st I study um, different team. I can study nostalgia. I can study uh, I study dreams. Some at some point, um, and I, I, I you, you can study through clothing, but I also study through through uh, furniture series. I'm working on like so on different mediums. I was I'm working on music too. I was studying. Um, I did something. Uh, Uh, a, a sound study, like I think it was a month ago, two months ago. That's come. I'm gonna gonna come out. I think in March. So it's really like I use different mediums. Started with fashion, but I'm trying to branch out to different medium, express my creativity and my thoughts, and tell stories. And uh, do you have someone in mind when you design stuff? Like, who is it for? I don't have a particular person in mind, though. Like people ask me that question a lot. I don't think about anybody in particular, but I tell a story. So I'm, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to design this for this person, you know? I just wanted the clothes to tell, to reflect a, a story, right? Of course, I have a, a, a specific sense of aesthetic. So usually, like, the person that I designed for is a young guy, I would say, uh, or men or women from... 18 to 35 years old, 40 years old, man. That's that's like my idea, but there is not like, I don't put like this, an age in it. It's just like, I feel like that's where the clothes are the most appropriate for, but I don't really think about one person when I design. I, it's really universal, right, what I do. So I'm really trying to, trying to think about how can I express this story the best way as possible. And, uh, and then I feel like naturally, What I like and, and my taste are going to show, and and 
because I'm the age that I am, and because I, 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 it's more like for younger people, you know. And um, would you have any recommendations for kids that are just starting off to create their own designer label? Um, what would you suggest or recommend them to do first starting off? I would tell them just have a clear vision of what you do and why you do what you do and just follow it. Of course, sometimes you're going to have to tune it. You know, like the end of division might evolve with time, but just follow it. Don't look at what other people do when it comes to your vision. Really follow your vision and don't stop. Don't be discouraged. It takes time. And it takes time for even you to discover who you are. You know, like fashion is a constant introspection, at least for me. And I feel like just keep on going and have fun with it. Enjoy the journey too, you know. It's a competitive business and industry, but enjoy it. Have fun with it, you know. Be enthusiastic about what you do about your work. And I feel like that that, that would be my, my, my best advice. I guess kids, especially connected, born with an Instagram account, mm. they think you can get anything in one day or in one month. I'm going to do my collection. I will do my fashion show in Paris. I'm like, you need to like slow down, my friend. You no, know, some people it can be more instant, but I think it takes time. It takes planning. We're so saturated with, with, with content and, 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 and product nowadays that We need to stand out. Also brands, I would yeah, say, brands, right? Sure. Every There day is there's new brands. brands coming. And I feel like, yeah, if you want to stand out, just be true to yourself because there is only one you. So it's as simple as that, true to yourself. I feel like it would work out. I mean, you're going to be passionate about it and at the same time be rational about it. It's, 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 it's going to be a long journey. And even if, if, if it happens to work instantly, it's still a long journey because You have to keep up and keep up and keep up. Yeah, you have to be dedicated to it. And I, yeah, and I, the, my advice is really like be true to yourself. Don't be discouraged. Work hard. Learn, learn. Never stop learning. You know, never stop. I always learn stuff. I read books, go watch movies, draw inspirations from uh, conversation you have with people, with friends. Uh, interest yourself in art, music, all kind of art, music painting, sculpture, open your minds to, to new things, you know, don't be scared of like, you know, like going deep inside yourself to find out who you are and expressing it to the world. And I feel like if you do that, either you make it or not, it would be like an amazing journey. And do you ever get like creative blocks? Where you What like, is creative blocks? Like you can't oh, create, yeah, like, for sure. like you're stuck and yeah. you're like, oh, How I'm gonna like you don't feel it's coming. Yeah. How do you do you get it and how do you break it? Is it time? That no, you, I, I, you, I, 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 it... I, it's not time, it's conversations. You know, I realize that with time, like I get a lot, not a lot, not as much as as many as when I started. When I started, I was always putting myself back in you know perspective. Oh, that it, what does people see that I don't see? was I lucky you know I'm always questioning myself and over and over again is it luck how come people like it how come it's you know but I felt like what really changed for me and gave me confidence is when 
I got nominated for the LVMH Prize. That what really made me realize that, okay, if those people think that I'm special, it means that I'm special and I shouldn't doubt it, but I should just work to really find out why am I so special and discover this. How did you feel being nominated by LVMH? Like at the beginning, it was like, oh, it's cool. You know, I didn't really know too much about it. You know, the way it happened is really weird because it's not like, it's like they came and they told me, oh, you should do it directly. So it's like I, I didn't, I wasn't too aware of it. Then when I found out that it was something really huge, I realized that, wow, this is this is so cool. But what, what, what the most interesting thing about it for me is just the confidence that it gave me. You know, the rest is like the rest, you know, it's the fashion industry, you meet people, uh, hi, you meet, you talk, you explain what you do. But it's just the confidence that it gave me. It just made me realize that, okay, these people are the world best and they consider me as one of the world best in my field so i cannot doubt i have to i have to go and go and go it also puts pressure on you right not really nah. no pressure it's like nah it's not pressure pressure is the person that can pay his bills at the end of the month you know that's pressure pressure are, are those people that have like the single mother with four kids that's pressure you know I me mean, it's not pressure you know It's nothing. It's just, it's cool. It's like, it's fun. You know, I don't feel as pressure. It just, it just gave me confidence, you know, and it gave me confidence to just follow what I feel is right because what I felt was right was, was got me there. So I should just keep on following what I feel is right and go deeper in myself. It gave me confidence. That's what it, they did to me. But the confidence that I got was the thing that's really the most important thing for me. Because at the time, I didn't know, you know, people thought I knew, people thought, uh, you know, the perception of people was completely different from what I had in my mind. In my mind, I was doubting every second. And what are your views on diversity in the fashion industry? The world that we're living in diverse, you know, you're in Turkey, Turkish. I'm an African guy from Cameroon that was born and raised in Paris. We're yeah. both uh, countries very yeah, good in exactly. soccer and football. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> so, like especially in Paris, you know, when you go to Paris, there is so many different people that have comes from so many backgrounds. Yet we're all French, but we comes from like all the places in Africa, Eastern Europe, uh, Southern Southern Europe, uh, Asia. It's just Vietnam, China. You have all, all these different like entities and, and culture that are all together in one city in Paris so I feel like diversity only makes sense if there is no diversity it doesn't even make sense to me because it doesn't reflect the, the, the there is no conversation yeah, it doesn't reflect the who are you gonna talk to yeah, it doesn't reflect the world we're living it doesn't reflect our time you know but do you feel like the fashion industry has a well-balanced diverse group of people or do you feel like it's missing it's getting there You know, it's not there yet, you know. It's like we have to fight and keep on fighting and the whole fashion industry have to fight about it. You know, no matter your background, you have to fight. I feel like it's not there yet, you know. There is almost no one that comes from my social economical backgrounds. I'm not even talking only about, like, um, origins or uh, 
I'm talking about like socioeconomical demographic background. There is not, nothing like that. So there is still like barrier in some aspect. But I feel like yeah, with internet and with the young generation and with us that that's taking getting into power, I feel like it's just about it's it's changing and it, and it's about to change even more. I completely agree with you with social media. That's one of the good things that it gave the power to the people. Exactly. You know, and the people are way more diverse than than the industry. So, uh, how how do you define uh, hyper consumptions versus balanced consumption? Interesting question. You know, like a lot of people, like especially with COVID happening, uh, a lot of people went on shopping, like because of they're stuck at home and they don't know what to do. They bought more sneakers, more this and more that, and that super consumption um, energy of us wanting to shop. Do you believe that's what do you what do you think? I think I mean there is no solution really. Like you know, like it's all like the social pressure, and it's more the social pressure that makes you want to have new things all the time, and makes you want to consume and consume. Also, I feel like. I see what I do as different because it's not much about creating a product for me. It's more telling stories and giving hope and inspiration. I don't ask people go and buy all my clothes, you know, but at least if when you see my clothes, you can just it makes you feel like you can achieve something for yourself or it makes you tell great stories or it gives you hope. It gives you joy. Then this is a good enough for me. You know, like I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to push people to consume. I'm just trying to open people's mind. That's all I'm trying to do. So it's a bit different when it comes to that. So I, I don't have no problem with, I feel like people should consume less. People should buy less clothes, even if it means buying less of my clothes. I don't really care. As long as I have the opportunity to keep on doing what I do, it's like, I don't need to sell millions and trillions of pieces of clothes every year, you know, especially if it's not necessary, what's the point? You know, but also I feel like people sh should be concerned more about being more spiritual. And I don't say religious, I just say spiritual to the invisible world. And I feel like that that's what people are lacking, you know, a perspective in society as a whole. And the materialism became so important that people live to consume nowadays. And it's killing the planet, it's killing our soul, and it's so far from who we truly are supposed to be. Completely agree with you, Emmerich. Like we're all trying to go back to our roots, I guess. Yeah. How our parents used to be. I don't even think our parents are, are like that. I feel like it's, it's even before, way before you know, like we we spiritual beings before anything, you know, like he, he, physic physical come material come after, and I feel like the society we live in is like the capitalism is just push you to consume and get, 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 and think about you first. And it's so based on individualism. And now with social media, you have this cult of your own personality where life is about others, you know? It's not about you, really, you know? I Most of the things I do, consciously or unconsciously, is for others. Even when you do stuff for you, it's really for others. You know, even when you dress well, you dress well for you because it makes you feel good, but you also want to be seen with nice clothes for others. When you when you give a gift to someone, 
is for you and for others. It's for you because you're going to feel good about your giving gift and giving back, but it's also for others to make them feel good if, from the gift you give them. So life is always about others. You know, like we're social animals and I feel like, yeah, we, we get to forget about others and think about us too much. And do you feel there is a place for a fashion week calendar? Um for something new or something that it's missing in your eye? I mean, like we also talked about it a bit. Will fashion weeks come back? Uh, and is there something missing? I mean, yeah, fashion week was becoming a big of a, of a circus at the end to me, you know, like at the beginning I was excited. I was so hyped about it. I loved it. I was just, it, was, it felt so good. But after it became kind of a circus, it wasn't about fashion anymore. But uh, we, That's cool. yeah, because I was I was going to Dubai uh, every three years to mm -hmm. be part of Seoul because I really believe mm -hmm. in what they're doing. It's very important to keep this region together. You know, Turkey, Dubai, UAE, Saudi, Kuwait. We don't have much street culture and fashion uh, gatherings that bring the entire. Also, a lot of. Uh, uh, people come from Africa. So it's like this from South Africa specifically. So it's this hub that brings us all together. So I really mm -hmm. value what they guy, what these guys are doing. So just to uh, conclude also, uh, uh, I have a few more questions. So how long do you see yourself doing this for? Is there a next plan or do you feel like you're gonna go all your life with fashion? Mm, not really. No, I don't feel like I'm going to grow my life with fashion. Um, with art, culture, yeah. With fashion especially. I'm always, I love clothes. I feel like, yeah, the message that I'm trying to say and I'm trying to spread can be, can also be spread to other mediums and I don't want to limit myself to fashion. So I'm always going to, you know, somehow and somewhat be connected into fashion. But you know, at some point, the bird needs to fly. And go and uh, see other stuff. So I'm, I want to go other places. I want to do. I'm, I'm working on on another conceptual arts furniture series at the moment. I want to push that. I want to just express myself to different medium. You know, I love photography. Why not one day just do something about it? You know, I I want to write a script one day because I have stories to tell, and I can tell these stories through other other mediums. So. I guess it's you leave it a bit open, a more mixed art, I would say, fashion. Exactly, art. mixed, just hundred percent. Plus, I like uh, you know, fashion is very demanding, time-wise. You know, like I, I, I work all the time, twenty-four-seven, day and night, and I would like to spend some time with my family more often. I guess a lot of people with COVID tend to that right now. I think it's very important and. Uh, It's for mental balance and mental health. And I feel like, yeah, fashion is really, really, yeah, fashion is, 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 is really demanding. You know, the, the industry is really demanding. Oh, I, like, I, I work day and night. I never stop. And I feel at some point I'm, I'm going to want to take a break. And do we have anything exciting upcoming up next that uh, you would like to share apart from the furniture collection that's coming out? Uh, some I can't speak about, some I can't, but uh, I'm working on a, a pair of sneakers product-wise. I'm working on a, I'm working on a collaboration uh, with a, a sports team, a football team. I'm working on 
I'm working on a, 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 new, a, a new furniture series and I have an exhibition in Asia in 2021. We're starting a, a Fondation Paradis, so it's a charity. So I'm working on that and I'm working on uh, different projects. So we're going to have two or three projects this year. One about for a single mother, uh, another one uh, for schools in um, in the most disadvantaged area all over the world. and uh, But mostly we're going to focus on Africa and South America. Uh, and uh, we have a third project that has to do with um, the people that, uh, the relationship between parents and their kids. Uh, so the, the the goal of this foundation was to uh, uh, help people to reach their full potential. The problem with why doing it through a foundation is because through three through three parody, it's uh, it's 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 a clothing brand, right? Even if it's bigger than that, it's 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 a clothing. It means more than a clothing, but it's still a clothing brand. So there is a product, an idea of a product behind it, and I wanted to have something genuine without no product. So only driven for the intentions of doing something for to better people's life and help them to reach their potential. So this is, I think, the, my most exciting project to me is this foundation that I'm doing and I'm really fully committed to it. And we're having already three projects. We're starting for 2021 and uh, others projects on the way. And we're having great partners, amazing people we work with. Yeah, it's 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 so interesting to me that that's I feel like this is just the extension of of what I do. I started this um, the idea with when we did a we did a book for children's for the uh, uh, children hospital children in Montreal. That was an amazing project. Also, I was part of that. So yeah, that was my most like from everything that I did. This is my this was something I, I love. This is what I love the most about everything that I did so far. That was this most exciting project was this book. So good. Like, like the energy was so good. And you know, when you're doing something for, for the bigger purposes and the reasons for kids and, and it's like, man, it's just so good. I love it. And, uh, and that's what I want to keep doing. That's why I decided to, to go and, and with that foundation is because I want to keep going and keep, keep on pushing for, for this, you know, for like make better people life and make this place a better place. And this is really my purpose. This is even more interesting than, than in products, you know, it's like changing people's life. It's, it's the best feeling in the world for yourself and for others. Well, Americ, uh, really, it was great talking to you. And, um, I think it was a very spiritual talk, not just about uh, fashion, but <laughs> about people background, heritage, community, being free and supporting your community. So many yeah. things to get inspired by. Really, thank you for being part thank of you. this. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for listening to Homeroom with Benjamin Aydin and our guest today, Amrik Chachua. Be sure to tune in to an all-new episode next week. For more on our series, go to soul.digital. You can also follow us on Instagram by going to at souldxp and at Benjamin Aiden. See you next time. You're listening to Soul Radio.